Welcome to the Aligned Podcast, hosted by Jess, spiritual medium and intuitive healer, and Allie, intuitive astrologer. A conversation between friends sharing our experiences as we navigate a purposeful life aligned, rooted in earth and guided by our intuition. Together, we'll talk about what it's like to be in flow with the universe, sharing the tools and wisdom that we've used to access our intuition, trust the pings, and bring forth healing into our daily lives. You were born with this innate ability to tap into your inner wisdom. We'll discuss how to clear the fears, limiting beliefs that keep you from accessing your highest potential. Our intention is to provide support and create a community for anyone curious about their own spiritual path, regardless of where you're at in your journey. Thanks for joining us and enjoy the episode. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Align Podcast. This is your co-host, Jessica Miles. Allie is out um, today. She is not feeling that great. And so we're just going to be sending her lots of love and support um, as she navigates um, some, you know, some interesting energy. Like many of us are feeling lots of things. And so we're just giving her some time to recoup and to take care of herself. So if you wouldn't mind sending her lots of love and lots of good intentions of healing, I'm sure she would appreciate that. On today's episode, we are going to be diving into a part two episode with Lynn Tuckneys. She is our emotion code and body code um, specialist. I have been working side by side with her since March very consistently, and it has been so helpful for me, um, in my own healing and my own shadow work. Um, and I'm sure that many of you will find this to be very interesting. If you didn't catch episode, um, I'm sorry, part one of our conversation, it is episode 76. I suggest you start there and then come back and visit us, but I hope you guys enjoy this conversation. Please let us know what you think. We love hearing from you. We got lots of great feedback from our last session with her. Um, but yes, please let us know. And you guys have a wonderful, wonderful day. Hello, Lynn. Welcome back. I'm so glad to have you back here today talking all things emotion and body code. Thank you, Jess. It's great to be here. This is so, it was so much fun last time. Let's do it again. I know. I feel like, um, we didn't get to get into like the meat and potatoes. Like we were just like talking and talking and talking. And, and so I'm glad that we're doing this part two, so we can kind of dive a little bit deeper into what like each of them mean, right? Like what is emotion code? What is body code? How does one differ from the other? Like I know through my experience with you, because I've been working with you since March, like I can tell the difference. Um, like this morning I had, um, a, a hangover migraine. Like I had a, a PMS migraine last night. And so my intention for our session this morning was to do heart wall work, but I was like, no, we got to work on the body. My, my head is pounding. And I didn't, um, I didn't get to share with you. Cause I was like, I'll wait till we get on this call, but my headache was gone, um, pretty quickly after we got off our call. So thank you. Excellent. My pleasure. There's a lot to talk about exactly. And it is exciting. So it's easy to get swept up in the, all the good stories and all the good news and all the excitement about the emotion code and body code. So yeah, this will be good today. And I'm glad I know. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much. So do you want to start with that? Do you want to share what the difference is between emotion code and body code? For sure. Okay. The emotion code is strictly releasing trapped emotions. That's it. 
So emotions can get trapped in our body as we go out through our day. If we're, let's say something, as soon as we feel our body respond to the emotion, pretty much guaranteed it's trapped. Mm -hmm. So as we go throughout our day, we can certainly trap these emotions and they get trapped in our body. That's the emotion code. Dr. Brad has a chart. So Dr. Bradley Nelson created this modality. He has his chart online on YouTube and his channel and it shows it's got um, column A and column B and six rows, and he's listed a bunch of different emotions. And of course, there, like the name, like anxiety, would also have a whole bunch of other, you know, synonyms like anxiety that fall under that category. He couldn't list all the emotions, but that's the emotion code. And it shows up in our bodies the same way, you know, with triggers, with imbalances, with emotional, physical discomforts. So that alone, when I was just doing that alone, I saw a big difference in my healing and in my family's healing and my friends healing, anybody who let me do it on them. It's still a very powerful modality. Now, the body code is a separate certification. You must know how to do the emotion code first. And that's like a level two sort of thing. And in the body code, yes, we can. There is a whole section on there on emotions and trapped emotions. But there's also, it's an app. And like there's categories. I'm looking at the app right now. So there's energy, circuits and systems, toxins, pathogens, misalignments, and nutrition and lifestyle. And let me, mm. if I look under misalignment, it could be a system misalignment, a common misalignment, a chakra misalignment, a meridian misalignment, a soft tissue misalignment, and a skeleton. If I look under soft tissue, it could be an organ, connected tissue, fascia, or a gland. And you go under gland, it could be a male gland, female brain gland, or an other gland. So it's very, very in-depth. And it, there's even sections for, I believe, spirit body. So there's all so sorts really of things. So it's really tracking the energy, right? Exactly. And it brings, you right, it brings you right to the pinpointed source mm -hmm. and takes care of our whole body and spirit as a whole. So that's the difference. The body code is a massive program that includes the emotion code in clearing the trapped emotions. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Well, I noticed that even when you were just sharing some of those, um, I guess we can call them trigger points or words. That's kind of how I work with my clients as well. Like I'll hear a certain word from the body and then I'll talk to the body, the emotional body or the mental body or the spiritual body. And then it'll kind of show me where the like energy is being stored. So it's almost kind of similar in a way. If I think about the way that we do healing, how we're tracking the energy through the body and in, in, in a way to release and to create some comfort um, to the inner child, if we want to call it that, but that's yes. really, really cool. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and so, um, well, with my sessions, I've noticed they, well, they kind of range, right? Like, I feel like I've, I've sat with you for 20 minutes. You'll say sometimes my body will say I've had enough. <laughs> I love that when my body's like, I had enough Lynn, yeah. um, but they, but they're typically, they're not that long, right? Like, I feel like the most time I've spent with you is about 30 minutes and it feels like it's like, you know, it's a gentle process. Yes, true. The sessions are about 20 to 30 minutes, uh, 30 minutes. If I'm explaining a lot, if you're a first timer, but generally your body will release about 10 to maybe 12, sometimes 14 imbalances, and then it's had enough. So think of it like this mm -hmm. massive steamer trunk that you're dragging on the Titanic. 
Every single belonging you've ever had in your life is in the steamer trunk. But you're only allowed to open up the steamer trunk for a designated period of time and take out maybe eight to 12 garments and you have to shut the trunk. That's exactly what I think of this as. We're only able to bring out so much and your body can only process so much. And it says, okay, done. Yeah. And it's so true. Like even in the process times, where when I first started working with you, I felt them like, I was like, oh, wow, I need a little bit more longer time between my next session because we were really working through layers for myself that were just, I wasn't used to tapping into some of those things. And so I think like my body was like, what's going on right now? (laughs) What are you you tapping into? Where now I feel like my body is like almost gotten used to the energy release. And so I feel like we're doing sessions a bit more frequently. Cause I don't know if you remember when I first started, I was like, let me try this every other week or every two weeks or something. Let me see how my body adjusts to, cause I tend to get like that Herx response in the body. When I do energy work between the combination of just me holding space for others. And then the things that I'm working through, but now I feel like I can go at a little bit quicker. I don't want to say quicker of a pace, but kind of, it's like more, it's more steady. Like, I feel like I can see you every week and, and we're down to like, I feel like we're doing it every three weeks with one week off at this point, but mm-hmm. that's because I'm going on vacation. But what I love is that you're able to work on me when I'm even when I'm on a trip and I don't even have to be on the phone call. That is true. Yeah, we could do it over the phone. We could do it over Zoom. You can just say, I had a session today, that lady I spoke to about the zombie situation. Remember Mm -hmm. that little girl that had the granddaughter with the zombie situation and not sleeping at night? Well, she sent me an email yesterday and she says, well, the father decided to play tag with her and he was a zombie. And now my granddaughter's not sleeping at night. And so I did a session. Don't I don't need to see the little girl. We just have permission from the parents and from the grandmother. And I just do an email session and it works. Yeah. I mean, we've done lots of work with my children without them having to be on the call at all. And I've, I've noticed like really big shifts, especially in my daughter, because she's especially mm-hmm. she's she's both of my kids are highly sensitive, but she's to a degree where I'm like, wow, you know, and um there were some things that she was working through in her own emotional state that we would just kind of like lightly talk about. And I've noticed a huge shift in even her, um, uh, I don't want to say processing time, but kind of like, cause my daughter could go from like zero to a hundred very quickly mm-hmm. in her emotions. Cause she didn't know what to do with her emotions. So it would just mm-hmm. kind of like be this flare up of energy. And I'm noticing that now she's like regulating, like she's going, Oh my gosh, I recognize that I'm getting really upset right now. I just need a moment. And then she can kind of acknowledge what's happening. And she's using her language. She's like, oh, wow, I'm so sorry. I was very impatient and I can see why, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like she's processing things a little bit better. Um, whereas before it was, I mean, I shared with you very personal. I had to send, you know, I had to send her to a child psychologist and with everything that was going on with COVID, I was very worried about her. And that seemed to help a little bit. But I think that once we got into like, my stuff, my family stuff, and then like really directing some of the healing towards the things that I was saying that was coming up for her. If we want to call it, like, we want to talk about the curse energy again. I mean, that was rampant in me and in my kids. (laughs) Thank you for that, by the way. You're like, what? What's this about? I know it's ridiculous. It it affects our energy level for sure. And it resonated with you. Yeah. And I was actually thinking about you the other day because I got so frustrated with my son and I was like, oh my God, Lynn's going to have to unravel this one next week. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's so funny. 
I kind of giggle about it now because I'm like, we don't realize like when we have like that frustration or like that, like rushing energy with our kids, like how it could, like, like, you know, that we're like, okay, let's be more patient. But I was like, kind of laughing to myself. I was like, oh, this is going to be something that will likely come up in one of our sessions when you're working on me or my family. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It, it, It is so true. And I did notice about that about you too, at the beginning, you were hesitant. You weren't hesitant. Your body was somewhat hesitant. Mm-hmm. And because we were bringing up things in your childhood that uh, I, once it was brought up, you recognized it more clearly. It was sort of a yeah. shadow before that, a shadow of, I think this was so. But when we brought it up and we named it, you went, yeah. And then this happened. And then this happened. Yeah. And then after that happened, when you realized it was safe to do these releases, you were able to do it. Yeah, once a week. And then the glorious thing is exactly what you spoke about with your daughter. And you're probably finding this too. A lot of my clients that have had sessions, they can see or feel these emotions coming and they'll go, no, I'm not going to feel that way. And they don't let it get trapped. Oh my God. That's actually really true. Cause I had a moment, um, it was like last, it was, it was, it was in cancer season. It was in um, July. Cause I remember very clearly my husband was getting really emotional and normally I can match his energy very quickly and I have to be very mindful because I'm just like naturally can match. And I remember just pausing and it was almost like I was floating outside of myself and I was like recognizing like, okay, I don't have to become this. I can just observe it. And he was kind Mm -hmm. of like looking at me like, wait, are you not going to respond? And I was like, I'm just listening. And that was like a shock even to myself, you know, cause I was like, oh, okay. I'm, I'm there's no, com- there wasn't that need to be defensive or that need to be like protect. And I think we had already started working a little bit on the heart wall stuff too. And so I was like, oh my gosh, I'm, I, I was noticing big shifts and how like my reactions as well, you know, and, and even like you were saying, um, the processing was so true. Like when I was first coming, like my inner child is always like, what are we opening up now? You know? And I was really working on a lot of um, energy around my dad. I was like, Mm -hmm. I just want to clear, like, I want to work on my relationship with my dad because I see how it affects my relationship with my husband and with my children. And, and so I I was like, oh man, I wonder what's going to come up for that. But it was very gentle and it all Mm -hmm. made sense. All of it did. I was like, that when you, you would say certain key words and I was like, oh my gosh, I remember feeling, I, I would see a, a memory in my head pop up like five mm-hmm. years old. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and I'd be like, oh wow. You, it's amazing how you would, wouldn't think like something that like that would stick or create, a, a, I guess we could call it a trauma in the body or trapped emotion in the body. And mm-hmm. I was like, wow. Yeah. So I love this work so much because it is so gentle. And it's like you said, we don't have to dive into every single thing and open up these wounds and like mm. feel them all over again. We truly, truly don't, but it's like, we can acknowledge something. And when we you actually feel that release, it's like, oh, wow. Right. You know, it's like we, a deep breath. Right. It's exactly like that. We could take a feeling, we could take an issue, we can take a trigger we can take a physical ailment, an emotional ailment. We can, it's the questions we ask and the way we work around it. I was doing a session for someone and I do not remember what the session was about, but it was exactly like you said, she didn't remember a lot about her childhood, but whatever came up and whatever age she went, oh, and, and it was clear. She felt good that it was clear. And she said to me, um, I completely forgot about this. And she looked a little nervous when she was telling me and she said, 
I walked in a room and I saw my mom trying to commit suicide. She said, I completely oh. forgot about that. And then we did a session because that came up and she felt okay with it. You know, she was surprised that that memory triggered and it was okay that it came up. It was safe that it came up, but what it did is it put things in retrospect for her, it gave her validations for her feelings because this was mm -hmm. something she was more worried about not knowing why she felt a certain way. And then when she remembered why it gave a justification to it, she felt more at peace. And then we did work on that very issue actually. And mm -hmm. it takes wow. the emotional charge out of it. And that's what I think is so important. It's the charge, right? The thing that lights us up that can, that really creates that contraction in the body. Mm -hmm. That to me, because I work with the, with the physical body in my sessions with people, like when I feel that contraction, then I'm like, oh, wow, that's, that's where I guess we could say the meat and potatoes are. Mm -hmm. And so like, even if somebody's listening to this and we're talking about certain things and you're hearing certain words and you feel that, like that in the body, it's like, that angst. Yeah, yeah, it's a good indication of, oh, there might be something there that is asking to be released. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And just saying the word heart well. People go, oh, I know what that is. When I heard that word, I'm like, I have that. I don't know what it is, but I'm sure I have that thing. <laughs> I, I did too. I remember when you mentioned it, I was like, oh, def definitely. There may be like some construction. There might be some like fencing behind it. And there, you know, because my, <laughs> because my whole life, I like protected my heart space. And it might've been because I was so intuitive as a child and I didn't know how to, you know, when you think about, you know, a lot of the listeners are, you know, they're, they're very curious about their intuition or their healers and maybe developing light workers. Like I remember saying things that would make the adults kind of look at me funny. And so over time I created like these things, this, these mechanisms across my heart to make me feel safe, or whether it was through a relationship with my dad, whether it was through an experience I saw through my mom, or like think of the heartbreaks that we've been in and and so when, when we talked about the heart wall, I was like, oh, sis, we're going to be working together for a while. But actually <laughs> I remember when we had that session, it was literally like, wow, your body's actually releasing this quite, quite quickly. But anyways, I was just like thinking about the, when I had the heart wall, I guess I like, I always call them activations. I don't know why that's, a, that's just the word that pops into my head. But when we, when we like dove into the heart wall, I don't know. Do you remember this? I was a little resistant at first with the mm -hmm. heart wall. Yeah, yeah okay. of course we are. Of course we are because, you know, we've built it, right? And, and not mm -hmm. only that, many times we've come with it because it's inherited and sometimes preconceptions. So that's even before inherited. But of course, we think it's our protection, just like so many of us believe that anger gives us power. It doesn't. It does yeah. not. Yeah. Oh my God. Even when you just said that, like I led as a young child, I think I shouldn't say young child. It was more of like my, my, um, preteen to teenage years. Like I felt like I had to, to lead with like this warrior energy in the environment that I was growing up in. And when I look back at that, that girl, I'm like, oh my gosh, she was so scared. She was so afraid of being seen. She was so insecure and in how I just built up these masks, I guess you could say. And like, mm -hmm. everyone thought that I was so tough and so strong. And I, I led with that. I always said like my warrior energy. And I look back, I'm like, Oh my God, how exhausting, you know, that, that I was doing that for so long. I mean, honestly, it led into my thirties. 
Oh, for sure. And don't you find a lot of teenagers automatically do that, that 13, 14, 15 year old age, for sure. But it's nice when we get to recognize it as adults and go, no, you know what, this, this isn't strong. Feeling the feels is strong. And that's the thing about this. If you don't want to dive in, and you just want to, it's not that you don't want to dive in, you do dive in, but you dive in in a very safe way you know Mm -hmm. as as a thing that already happened rather than putting yourself back in the muck of this horrific event by the Mm -hmm. time you look at it all the ad emotional charge is gone and then you can view it from a bird's eye view sort of standpoint it's a thing that happened what lessons did I learn from this how has this changed me and how can I go moving forward and when people do that it's powerful for them and you will find Instead of just many times we just react to something, right? We just react. And not too long ago, my husband said something and I reacted, but I reacted in a way that I would have thought, paused and responded. So what was very cool is that my automatic reaction was something positive instead of something mm. negative. And I went, oh, wow, that is powerful. Well, and yeah, I'm so well, proud of myself. I'm like, yeah. wow, that was so good, Lynn. Good for you. I know. And then when you have that aha and you're like, okay, okay, this is working, you know, and how about your oh, husband? Yeah. Does he, is he interested in, in like these healing arts or is he open to you doing, um, you know, emotion and body code on him? Like, oh, I mean, yeah. as in he is, he, okay. He well, lets me, he lets me, he doesn't have a problem with, at the beginning he thought, oh, Lynn. Oh, silly Lynn, go ahead, find find a little hobby. You go do that. (laughs) And then I started working and I said, no, but you know what? This is amazing. And this happened and this happened, this happened. He's like, listen, I'm going on and on. I'm so excited. And I could tell he's like rolling his eyes. Here she goes again. And then his mother was over and she said, I can't lift up my arm. I can't put my cup in a cupboard. I can't lift my arm up that high. I can't do my hair. And his mother was 93 then. Mm -hmm. And, uh, 94 because she's turning 96 soon anyway and uh I said okay well lift up your hand so she put her hand out it was the same you know across from her shoulder her hand was the same height as her shoulder I can't put it up any higher so I sat there while they visited I just did my little session on her you know about 10-15 minutes later because I didn't have to explain anything I said can you put your hand up and she was holding a cup of water with two hands to take a sip before this session, right? I said, can you put your hand up? She did, she put her arm up, it was alongside her ear and her fingertips were pointing at the ceiling. And I'm like, Tim's looking at her. Oh, and I said, see, I told you it works. And I said, take a sip of your water. She grabbed it with that weak hand, the one that was weak, with sip of water and took it with one hand, drank it with one hand instead of two. That's when Tim was like, wow, this, this really, really works. And he saw my client base grow. And it was never, I figured, you know, five sessions a week. It was like maybe five sessions a day, five times a week, you know, to start. And, and again, when you find your purpose or purposes and you're in alignment with what your soul is calling you to do, I mean, like how, again, how the universe provides you with 
everything that you need. Right. And I love that because I know that that was probably very scary to leave your career. And then like, look at you have like this, like very thriving, um, practice. And I actually had a listener reach out who's, who's in training for emotion code. I think she said emotion code first. She, then she's going to do body code next. Yeah, that's uh, so she was really excited to, to have you on. And it was very inspirational even for her because she was like, I didn't know like if people would get it or like, you know what I mean? And so I think like by sharing these conversations, it gets people to be more curious. I think I even shared with you, one of my friends who's not in this world at all. Like she's been a little more curious about different modalities of healing. Definitely her intuition is guiding her towards more holistic practices and healing, but she's still not getting like the the biggest result. And she listened to your episode because she has vertigo and she's like, okay, I'm going to call her. I'm like, no, you should definitely call her. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. I love when when, like, you know, like my mom, my husband, when I started doing this work there, you know, I was like, you know, crying, like you guys have to support me, whatever I'm doing, you know, because I was just like this, what I'm about to venture into is so scary. Like, I literally feel like I'm going to lose everyone in my life because they're going to think that I'm like a nutbag, you know? And my mom was like, I'm going to support you. And that's all I needed to hear. You know, she's like, whatever you're doing, I'm going to support you. My husband, the same thing. But then when you actually start like, can I practice this on you? Is this, you know, it's, it's always like this, like, uh, sure. I don't know. And so I love that your husband was like, oh, wow. Cause I remember the, I remember the moment when my husband had that, like, oh, Wow. And it was when a friend who had crossed over came through with so much details about their friendship that I had no idea about. Cause it was when they were, when they were little mm-hmm. and he was like, okay, I, I, okay. Now I get it. Like, <laughs> he was like, okay, now nice. I get what you do. And I was like, yeah, totally. <laughs> oh, that's so good. Yeah. My friends, a lot of them were, were pretty open to letting me play with them. That's what mm-hmm. I said. Let's play. Let's see what happens. Let's play. And, uh, and the one at one time, it was really funny with one friend, I, I was trying to release this inherited trapped emotion, it wouldn't go and it was stubbornness. And I, she was in, in my house when we were doing this. And I was like, oh my goodness, okay, enough. And it was from her mother's mother. And I'm looking at her, okay, wouldn't let me release anything. There's nothing associated with it. And I, I don't even know what made me say this, but I looked right at my friend. I said, Granny, this is going down and you're going to be fine. And then I said, can I release this emotional stubbornness? And, she, and it said, yes. Yeah. So we cleared it. And then my friend oh, started laughing. She says, that was my grandma. She was so stubborn. Oh, I love it. I love it. <laughs> it is so funny. I love how you gave her that validation too, where you were like, okay, that's definitely my grandmother. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it was, it was hilarious. And then the other thing that were, that happened when I decided to do this full time, I didn't ask anybody. You know, I I didn't ask anybody because I knew it was such my calling to do this. And I know that if it's my calling, others may not understand. And that's just the way it goes, because this gift, this calling wasn't given to them. So how can I expect them to be as enthusiastic as I when it's not theirs? And when I actually learned that and tuned into it and became that, you know, as this is a real way it works, it didn't matter to me what anyone said. And I said to my husband, you know, I'm probably going to do this full time. He says, um, I said, I'm probably going to do it full time. I'm not asking your opinion. Mm-hmm. And he said, um, well, I think I said, I'm not asking your opinion. And he said, well, I, I'm, I, I don't know if you really should. And I said, do you remember the part where I said, I'm not asking your opinion? And I said, it's not that I don't care. It's that, that you're not in this situation. You haven't done this. I said, I will ask people's opinion who have walked this path. This is something mm-hmm. you would never do. 
And then I just told people I was doing it. I didn't even, years ago, years ago, I would have asked all my friends, I don't do that anymore because who knows yes. what I should do with my, with my life other than myself and my path and my journey. 100%. And then you start to realize that people who like love you and want the best for you, but they're also giving you advice from their own trauma most of the yeah. time. And so, and their yes. fear and their and place of lack and they're exactly. concerned for you because they don't want you to be hurt and your subconscious and people that love you want you all to stay in the safe little box because mm-hmm. they don't want you to be hurt, which is comes from a place of love, but it doesn't help our personal growth if we're trying to, you know, follow our path or our soul's calling. And it's so true. I feel like the more that you do this work, the more that you realize, like when you're having conversations with friends, like I remember, you know, you get with your girlfriends and, you know, you're like, Oh, I don't know. Should I break up with my boyfriend or, you know, as girlfriends, you're always like supporting your friend. And, you know, I can think of so many conversations that I had in my teens and early twenties, maybe even in my thirties that it's so different now. Like I can listen to somebody talking about their experience and I don't feel the need to advise. I can just listen and hold space where prior it was like, I definitely gave advice for my own wounding. Let me tell you from, for my friends when I was, you know, when I wasn't quite conscious to my own, you know, healing and all that stuff. And so it's really wonderful now to see like, oh, okay. When we actually lean into our soul, we, we lean into our own healing. And what I love about the work that you do is it's not just me. We're actually healing our ancestral story. And I know that's not something we really talk about, but it's true. Like you're really getting like into the nitty gritty of the, the roots in the family. And it's just, like you said, it's not just seven generations back it's beyond. And it's, we're helping our children in the future and our, our family members in the future. And that's, what's incredible because in the work that I do, that's like something, what spirit has been coming through very strong. Like what we're doing as an individual is we're healing our ancestral story. We're healing our ancestral story and we're awakening the healer within all of us. What does that look like? Right. It's, it's amazing. It's very true. I mean, we can clear inherited trapped emotions today. I think there was an inherited will to energy from somebody and Mm -hmm. um, inherited curses. I mean, when my, okay. So my birth father, um, no, how did this go? He was seventh day Adventist and he did not want to go to church, but although he would, he would, do the Friday night to Saturday thing, sundown to sundown on Friday to Saturday, but he wouldn't step in the building for church. And we remember saying, well, you're doing this Friday to Saturday thing. Why, why aren't you going to church? He just did it. He had this major resistance that didn't make any sense. I was doing a session on me and there was an inherited trapped emotion not to be close to the divine or inherited curse, sorry, not to be close to the divine. I cleared it from me. Do you know? That within two months, he got baptized and he started going to church. Oh, wow. So, and he was the guy that had, you know, all the reasons why he couldn't, because he wasn't worthy, because he hunted, because he, he did this, because he, he did that. But all these inherited things, whether it be, and it went, this curse went back like 20 generations ago. So it could be curses, it could be emotions, it could be will choose, it could be myisms, I inherited sickness memory. You know, there's so many of them that affect us down the line. That was actually something that came through quite a bit in our session today was the myisms, right? There was mm-hmm. myisms and it was Lots. something about 
Yeah, there was quite a few actually. And um, can you explain to the listeners now that we brought it up, what, um, what a miasm is? Yes. A miasm is an inherited sickness memory. So when I was 15, I had mono and the sickness memory is that energy of that sickness around you. Right. So it just didn't completely clear. So I had that, I had that sickness memory at 15, but my son had trapped that as a miasm, an inherited sickness memory from me, from when I had mono. Wow. And if you think of that energetically, like as you're describing that, I was like, holy moly, that's probably where these autoimmune unexplained autoimmune disorders come from because it's just in the field. Right. Yeah. And what about what about alcoholism and all that oh, other stuff? Yeah. What about diabetes? When yeah. I heard that word myism, I went, I don't know if it has anything to do with this, but what if it does have to do with why these medical conditions run in the family? And well, if I, that's actually a very valid point, because if I think of like my, my dad, well, even my dad's dad, my grandfather, I think my great grandfather came in on my dad's side who I've never met. I know nothing about during our session today, but if I think of the health that my dad, my brother, they are like mirrored mm-hmm. the liver, the mm-hmm. heart type mm-hmm. two diabetes. I mean, like, and you know, there's always, you know, that's again, emotions associated with those organs within, within the body. Mm-hmm. When I think about that and I think about their healing together, it's so like wild to me that I just think like, wow, if they would really like lean in and want to open up some of this healing would be really amazing for them. Right. But then I think mm-hmm. of like what you just said, that my, myism, right. How yeah. that's being trapped within my ancestral line. And so us working together is like, hopefully clearing some of that for them as well, which actually I know that it does because we were doing some work a while ago around the, around the liver. And my dad was actually his, he got out of the hospital, his liver healed. Like it got, it got healed his liver and his kidneys. And they were saying that it could have been cancer. Well, you know, it's wild. Do you remember when I was in Texas? Mm -hmm. We did a session when I was in Texas and I was visiting him. They, when we, before I got there, they told him it was possibly cancer Mm -hmm. and we were doing all this work together. And then I was also doing my work on the side and, um, two weeks after I left, they said, this is so strange. You don't have any cancer cells. Like this should be cancer and there's no cancer mm-hmm. cells and you're going to leave. And we're going to do some other stuff to help heal your body. And so I'm like, Whoa. And my dad and our relationship completely shifted while I was on that trip with him, just us talking alone and just having conversation and him opening up his own conversation about his healing abilities. When he was in his forties, I was just like mind blown. And then I can see how like the work and the healing that I'm doing within myself is actually mirroring some of the work and the healing that he's being asked to do within himself. And he said, that's why he was afraid for me to go there. He's like, I wasn't, I wasn't scared to see you. He goes, I knew that when you were coming, that I was going to be opening up some healing for myself that I wasn't sure I was ready for, but I'm glad that you came, you know? So it's like, it's beautiful. beautiful. And again, he had no idea what was going on. He had no idea what I was doing in the lobby of the hospital room while we were on zoom. (laughs) No, no. And that's the thing. When we heal ourselves, we help heal others. And then when we grow and heal ourselves, we give others permission to do the same, right? Because they're watching us while she's doing it. Well, and I think the way that you present it too is with so much compassion. And this is actually a a podcast I'm going to 
record separately, like um, actually when we get off this call about ethics, right? It's like you come in with so much compassion, even when you're saying like, oh, I feel father, da, 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 da. it's it's because, you know, you know, I'm sure you've had readings where people say like, oh my God, your father, the mother is on this base and they put a curse on you. I mean, think of like the energetics of that, right? Like in the delivery and how you deliver a message can really create fear in someone's body, anxiety in someone's body. Mm-hmm. And the way that you deliver it is with such compassion. And even the words that you use that there's no reaction. There's no like, oh my gosh. And I could share some really, really funny experiences that you and I have cleared together with like my in-laws and my sister-in-law. <laughs> do you, do I, you want to, do you want to, I'm not saying a word. I know the ones you're talking but about. You know what I mean? Like I can, like, if I wanted to yeah. go in, like, if I wanted to go into that, I could create a huge story behind that. Right. But it was like, oh, yeah. it's just, it's just energy and we're going to clear it. Yeah. And I, so I love, um, I love your, the way that you approach this healing It's just with such integrity and so much love and so much ca- compassion. And I love that you said, and let's just play. Cause that is actually what I say to my girls, like anybody that I'm working with any of my clients, I'm like, let's just play, let's open up the energy and let's have fun. Let's be in kindergarten. Let's just explore, you know, yeah. Yeah. there's something about that frequency that one keeps us so close to the divine and spirit, right? It's like, Oh, mm-hmm. we can just be in that sense of joy and openness. And then when we're receiving these downloads for ourselves, they're they're They don't feel like there could be so much charge behind it. It's like, like you said, you see it from a bird's eye view versus being in it, mm-hmm. being in the storm of it. But anyways, I just wanted to say, thank you for always being so sweet and compassionate when you, when you're, when you're, when you're working with my sweet little heart wall. <laughs> Oh, that's quite all right. You know, we're all just souls here trying, getting through this experience. And unfortunately, a lot of people just want to get through it. And I don't want to just get through it. I I want to thrive. I want to strive for better. I want to strive for better health and better awareness and more healing and, and being in our own true authentic self. And how can we do that when we have all these imbalances blocking our spirit and our soul and our lives and our experiences and our personality and so on, you know, how can we do that? So when we get to do this work, we get to show up as ourselves more in our truest authentic self. It becomes more and more unlayered. I mean, before I started doing this work, I would be so, um, I would talk to somebody and afterwards I think, oh no, I should have said that. They think this, they think mm-hmm. that, they think this. That does not dawn on me at all yeah. any longer. I, I'm like that too. When I before I found my practice, it was I was always seeking outside of myself. It was like I knew internally what I needed to do. Like I I knew it. I felt it in my body, but I was almost looking to someone else to say like, oh, you shouldn't do that because I was too afraid to take the step to do the X, Y, Z. Right. And so to be in this space now where it's like, where you feel so certain or confident in whatever decision that you're making without that, like before I used to be so attached to the outcome of things like, okay, I'm going to sign up for this class, but what's the end game here. Right. And now I'm like, there's no, I don't have an attachment to any of it. It's just like, I know I'm here in this moment. I'm meant to be here in this moment whatever I'm learning in this moment, that's what my soul is asking me to, um, uh, embrace or, or bring in. And, and I can just move forward without thinking or having those looping thoughts, like where I did before yes. looping thoughts, like crazy before constantly overthinking what I said. Oh gosh, I should have done that. Why did I do that? Like, it was like this beating down of my energy. Yes, and I like to talk yes. to my kids about that. Right. I'm like, 
you know, I watch my daughter, she's, she's 13 years old and, and my heart just is like, oh my gosh, I just remember that feeling, you know, where she's looking at herself and she's just like picking herself apart. And, and I, whenever I hear her or, or see her do something like that, I'm like, okay, pause. I want you to look at yourself and just give yourself five things that you absolutely love about yourself. That's perfect. You know, I go, just give yourself five things. Just like, you know, you're having this thought and I see it and my heart, I can feel it. I'm like, but give yourself five things. And you know, in the beginning, it was actually really hard for her. You know, Mm -hmm. she couldn't even say like five things that she liked about herself. Mm -hmm. And now she's like, my legs are strong. Like she'll say things, you know, that, that actually, you know, she's, she's not like reaching for something to say that she loves about herself, you know, that's perfect. Oh, I agree. I agree. That's that whole mirror work thing. Look in the mirror and look deep into your eyes and say, I love you. You know, that that's powerful stuff when you can do that. Because at first of all, you see, oh, you got wrinkles, you got zit, you got this. What's going on with your eyebrows? They're not even straight. (laughs) Yeah, I I love that you just brought that up because that's actually something spirit was bringing in for me this year. It's like, how can we create more self-love for ourselves? Mm-hmm. And so they actually suggested that I do mirror work and they said, mm-hmm. stand in front of the mirror, Jess, and just have conversations with yourself. And in the beginning, it was very challenging. It was like, mm-hmm. you, like you said, you start noticing all of these things. And then it was like, okay, but get behind that and start really loving your soul. Like the, 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 the soul of who you are mm-hmm. beyond your physical body. And it, and I was like, oh, okay, that's what this is. It's like so much of our time is spent wasted picking ourselves apart and it doesn't help with social media and, um, um, and all of the things that we see, especially for females, you know, oh, exactly. the, body, the body image stuff. And it's just, it's so hard, um, you know, for, for women, especially I feel like, um, and so it's like, well, how can we create more self-love that doesn't have to do with our physical appearance. And so the mirror work has been something that they've been having me lean, lean into. And sometimes it's, sometimes it's easy. And sometimes it's like, Give me a second. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. It's exactly that way. But with this too, we can actually work on that. Is there any, is there any imbalances causing me to be self-critical? It's all oh. questions. Is there any imbalances stopping my self-love? Do I feel worthy of self-love? Do I feel worthy of being loved? Am mm. I capable of receiving love? All these things we can ask and we can clear the imbalances. Like right now, I'm doing a session on myself for do I... Uh, oh my gosh, I went, do I feel worthy of happiness, worthiness, abundance, and I'm getting these answers. And my session I'm doing on myself right now is, let me just grab my book and I'll tell you. Okay. It's a very good point to bring up, which is why I'm grabbing my book to tell you, do I feel, I have a book, believe me, I have yeah. a book. Uh, do I, am I worthy of living a life without an issue, meaning, you know, without an outstanding issue. Am, am I worthy of living a life that's completely fulfilled and happy? In this case, my thing was, I wasn't worthy of abundance. What? What? Like ridiculous. I feel I am. And then we could ask, do you feel worthy of abundance? You maybe, but does your subconscious feel worthy of abundance? Well, so there's different angles. Exactly. Cause it's interesting that you said that because I mm. heard, yes, I'm worthy of abundance, but I also felt my body contract. So, so we can ask. Yeah. Right. Let's ask. I'll just okay. tune in and let's ask checking for Jess. So we're muscle testing to get this. Mm-hmm. Jess, do you feel worthy of abundance? Yes. Does your subconscious? No, it does mm-hmm. not. So, you know, that's why we get this, 
this friction within ourselves and we go back and forth and back and forth. I mean, I call BS. Let's get rid of that subconscious junk. Oh, it's so true. It's so true. And we can do that. Well, we're going to be doing that on my next session. No, joking. (laughs) (laughs) I've got a lot to do, Lynn. I was like, Lynn, I'm going to be in Peru. I'm going to need you to work on my body while I'm gone. (laughs) No problem. No problem. It's all good. There's so much we can do to just live our best lives and just be our happiest selves because we're worthy of that. We're here for such a short period of time. You know, even if it's 95 years, it feels short. But um, yeah, I mean, to me, it's, it's a no brainer. Why suffer if we don't have to? Oh, I know the suffering, the suffering. That's actually something that came up in one of my meditations the other day is, um, you know, being a, a, somebody who facilitates and holds space as a healer and as a mentor for people, I was like, why do I feel I can, it's like, it's me in this lifetime here in the present moment. And this in my Jessica suit, I'm like, I have made the vow to not be that healer that feels like I need to take on people's energy and like all of these things, like, you know, that, that suffering, what is it? The wounded healer? Like, I I'm like, no, that's not who I am in this lifetime. No. However, however, sometimes I can, he- I can hear like other lifetimes, like farther back where it was like, oh, but this was how we did it then. And I have to like talk to that them, them back then. And I'm like, no, 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 but that's not how I do it now. Mm-hmm. Right. And mm-hmm. the kinds of things that I like to present to Lynn, like when I have sessions, it's like, oh, this is coming up for me. Can you just tap into this right now and see what's coming up in my body? Because it is true, right? It's like, what's coming up for me in this moment? Mm-hmm. What is like, what's coming up in my emotional body, my mental body, my spiritual body in this moment, and, and then tapping into it from there. Because I think what happens with people is they think like, it's like a one hit wonder, you know, and you're like, no, we have like these beautiful layers to ourselves. And sometimes our soul isn't ready to express everything. Like we talked about earlier, right? It's like, it's ready Mm -hmm. to express this. Now the body's ready to release this now, but it may take a little bit of time to get for you to get to something else or something might pop up just based on an experience that you have. Right. That's exactly Um, how it works. That's exactly how it works. Yeah. Yeah. I know it's so amazing. I wanted to ask you something really quick. Cause I know we lightly touched on it on, on the last episode. Um, and I'm going to link it um, below in the show notes. So you guys can catch part one. Cause you have to listen to part one. Um, but I, we were like celebrating you, like going full time into this work. And the more that I was getting messages, it was like really inspiring because, um, you know, being in the field that I'm in, I, I know a lot of women who, are like, have their, their, you know, their, their spiritual business on the side. They're not quite ready to like dive in. I just wanted to see like, if you feel comfortable, like how long did it take for you to feel comfortable to be in the development of your practice, but then to also go full time? Oh, well, I started it, I guess 20 April, 2020. No, no, it's all right. August, 2020. Mm-hmm. And then by, so I wrote something December 21st, 2021. And I remember what I wrote and I'm going to, I remember part of it and I'm going to be opening it to December 21st, 2022. And I wrote that I'm going to have doing my business full time and be earning this much money and have this many clients, blah, blah, blah. And when I wrote it, I thought, yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and then, and then yeah. And then by January, I'm like, you know what? No, this is going to happen by September. And somewhere along the line, I guess it was probably about a year and a half, I guess, because we're two years now, right? So about a year and a half, I didn't care what anybody thought. I didn't care what people at work thought anymore. 
I just felt more and more uncomfortable in my seat while I was stuck to that eight hour job. And I, and I just really felt uncomfortable. I, I can't describe it any other way. Like I was sitting on tacks and I couldn't mm-hmm. wait to be done to do my, what I wanted to do. And then I thought I'm wasting my energy. Like I want to, I want to grow my own business. I want to do my own thing. And that's where my heart was. So I guess, I guess really from the very beginning to what is this going to be up until, I guess it was about a year and a half. But I mean, I did sessions all the time. Every, every single week I did sessions. And if I, even if I was even on holidays, I do session on myself or family members because it just charges me. It emotionally charges me. It brings me up. It raises my frequency. I just love it. I think I'm actually more excited for my clients than they are. I really do have the time. You you definitely come in with this like very excited energy. And I love that because I always say like, for me personally, I can't work with healers that are afraid or have like that fear based energy, because if I mean, I mean, I'm the work that I do, people are going to see things in my aura, like, you know, with missing person cases and things like that. And so I have to align myself with healers that are okay with being an energy and don't get shook by things like that. Right. And so, mm-hmm. and you, you come in and you have so much excitement every single time, like on our <laughs> sessions and you like your, your energy reminds me of this very angelic energy. It's just like, so uh-huh. like cheerful and bright. Um, and so, yeah, I, I do agree with you. I think you come in with like this really, like you show up from your soul, from your heart space. There's no like, yeah, I had a bad day today. Like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> no, no. Cause no, when I do this, yeah. When I do those sessions, everything goes away. It just it's all true. goes away. I'm it's just so true. happy to be doing it and sharing it and, and, and a better I, way to spend like, your time. Yeah. And I love that you said, like, when you got to a point where you just couldn't sit on your seat anymore that is the, that is the juice, right? I remember that point too, where it was like, okay, I went in head first too, when I was like, okay, this calling is here. I don't know what it is, but my soul is asking me to help others. My soul is asking me to serve at some capacity. And I like, so I was, I was all in taking classes seven days a week, doing practice readings every day. Like it was just like, I was like, okay, this is what I'm doing. This is what my soul's asked me to, I am doing it. But I remember the point where, cause I still had doubt. I was like, Oh God, I can't, I'm doing it, but I can't believe I'm doing this. I'm doing this. But I can't believe I'm doing this. It was kind of like that scary, but I still was doing it anyway. I would always hear, yeah. feel, the, feel the fear and do it anyway. Beyond, beyond yes. the fear is magic. Yes. And so, right. And so I was like, okay, I'm going to keep going. I'm going to keep going. But there was a point in 2019, it was September of 2019 where spirit said to me, you're in this teacher training and you're in this year long mentorship and we're asking you to stop. We're suggesting that you stop and you just go all in with us because what is beyond the next year is something way more exciting than you oh, being yes. in your, like in your mental. Cause I was still, I was like in my mental energy of like, almost like I I was scared. That's the truth. I was, I was still afraid. I was like, Oh, okay. 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 And, um, and I remember being like, you want me to drop out of these things? You want me to quit? And they're like, you're not quitting. You're expanding. They're like, so just think they're like giving me this, like, just think about it energy. Right. And then they said, I remember it came in very clearly. Have we let you down yet? Because up until that point I had asked for every teacher, every mentor, every book, every class, every podcast, anything that was going to, you know, 
help me heal and bring me towards my, my biggest path. And they were showing me this business that was like, just waiting for me. Like they showed me all these people that were waiting for me. And I said, okay, no, you haven't. I, I surrender. And then that surrender, that point that you're talking about where you're like, now I don't care what anybody thinks. I don't care anymore. This is what I'm doing. That's when my business really expanded. And I expanded like Again, it wasn't about the money for me. It was like, how do I want to feel? I want to feel so abundant and joyful in my work mm. and so passionate in my work that nothing else matters, right? And in that moment, when I, when I let that go, the doors flew open. Like when mm. I let go of that resistance and that doubt, the doors flew open. And I love that you had the same experience. It was like, nope, I know I'm meant to do this. I'm not asking anyone else's opinions anymore. I know I have a greater calling. I know I'm meant to serve. I'm going to serve. And I feel yeah. like so many people that are, are, that I'm working with, and you're probably, cause I know, I know you work with a lot of healers. They're like at that, that threshold of holy crap. Am I about to do this? And, and I'm always like, you're going to know, you're going to feel it. You're going to feel it. And I'm, I'm just going to encourage you to take that step, whatever that is, you know, it's true. It's so, yeah. Cause it can be so scary, but there's so much wonderful energy on the opposite side of it. Everything you said, I mean, I had goosebumps about four different times in that, in that, oh my gosh. And it's so true. There's this thing called the terror barrier. It is a real live thing. It is a real life thing. So we're used to thinking a certain way. And we put an idea in our head. Well, it's okay. You know, think of, we have an X thought, think of a certain way. We put a Y idea in our head. We're like, yeah, it's okay. But then when we actually start seeing ourselves changing our way of thinking and being, our whole subconscious kicks in because its job is to keep us safe, right? Mm -hmm. And it's actually a thing called the terror barrier, where when you start seeing yourself doing that or going, I'm going to do that and really visualize yourself doing it, you move towards doing it, you've made the decision towards doing it, making a decision towards doing it doesn't make that fear go away. It does not. That fear is good. If you've got that mm -hmm. fear and you've got the shakes, it's so good because it expands you. You're not going to grow being comfortable. You're never mm -hmm. going to grow being comfortable. Push through that fear. There's freedom and just wonderfulness on the other side. I'm going to go for a pedicure tomorrow at two o'clock. What do you know about I, that? It's definitely stuck to my day job, you know, until five. I mean, like it's, it's, it's amazing. We get to create our own reality. Just push through that fear because I promise you it's going to be better than you ever expected. Just like you said. It's so true. It's, we create our reality. It's, mm -hmm. we, we truly, truly, truly do. And I mean, I wanted a life where I could be with my children, where I could travel, where I could work from my laptop. I wanted to be able to like just go anywhere I wanted to, but I also wanted to help people. And mm -hmm. I didn't know, I was like, how is that possible? I mean, I had, I had a nine to five job for 16 years. I was in the same job for, for almost 17 years in the dental industry. And I, I mean, I loved my coworkers, but I didn't love my job. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, mm -hmm. and I was like, I just couldn't see beyond that. And I was like, how am I going to have that? Like, it just didn't make sense. Like that sounds so spoiled. I remember thinking that like, that sounds so spoiled. It just sounds so foreign to anything that I was ever raised around. And then when I, when spirit said, this is the time do it. I was like, oh my God, everything we can imagine is possible. Everything. Mm -hmm. We yes. just have to take yes. the steps and take action to do the thing. It is so everything. True. It is so I was, true. yeah, I was seeing these visions 
in 2014, long before my major awakening. And I was just getting little reminders throughout the years. And then of course my, my little Jessica would go, oh, no, we can't do that. We can't do that. Like, oh, how, like, how could we do that? Like, oh my gosh, you know, it was like, but it's still my higher self kept showing me. Nope. 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 And I kind of talked myself out of it, talked myself out of it. And then I remember in 2016, it came in very strong. And I was like, okay, 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 okay. Now I know what to do. But again, it's like, it took the action and it took facing the fears and it took a lot of like self-time and healing boundaries, boundary work. Right. Um, and, um, and it's a continuous thing. Like I, I have two healers that I lean into on a very consistent basis. Lynn is one of them. Um, and I feel like it's like, it's this thing that we do. We're constantly checking yeah. in with ourselves. We're doing yeah. the things, you know, that light yeah. us up or we're leaning into, you know, the modalities and in nature and all these things to help us remember who we are at a soul level. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so if this, if this episode doesn't inspire you, I don't know what the hell will. <laughs> yeah. And okay. So two more things to add to that. And I agree with you. Um, the other, one of the other things I did, I used to say, I'm going to find something where I'm providing a service and helping people. I'm going to find something. It's right around the corner. Then I heard myself, but what? Uh-uh. If I say it's right around the corner, it's going to stay around the corner. It's and then I say, the it's corner. like right there at the edge of my fingertips. No. And I change it to, I have found something mm -hmm. that's going to help me service the world and help me heal others and help me serve with others. Absolutely. And once I said, I found it, it came within, yep. I'm not kidding you, within two to three months, if that. That is actually very true. I, I started using like, I am statements in yes. 2017, because one of my teachers started saying that, like, don't ask for it in your prayers. It's already happening. Thank you spirit for providing me with X, Y, Z. Thank you. Da, 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 right. And so I remember this is when I was terrified of mediumship. I was like, I can't believe I, I knew I was like, I was like, I knew I was a healer. And it was like, oh my God, spirits. Like, it was like, I was still like, navigating because it happens so fast. As you know, once you say yes, it's like a rubber band. You're just like, bing. Um, but I remember just being like, okay, I'm just going to do it. I set like all these reminders on my phone. I am a psychic. Oh no. I am an evidential medium. I, and I would say it three times a day. I am an evidential medium. And then all of a sudden spirits were coming through with evidence of proof of life, like what they were seeing in my clients' lives on a daily basis. And I was like, oh my God, there's something to this. And so I still use these I am statements. They're very, very, very powerful. Mm -hmm. And if you feel any like constriction around the I am, then start doing the internal healing, right? Because sometimes we're like saying things and we're like, I don't know if it's going to happen, but it's going to happen. But I do feel like there's some power in actually feeling it to be yours. Like, it's like that oh, yeah, the power is in the feelings. Once we feel mm -hmm. it, we get to reprogram our, reprogram our subconscious. That's how, exactly. so we can trap all the bad stuff, but we reprogram all, reprogram all the good stuff by doing the affirmations, by looking in the mirror, by talking, by writing, by feeling. It is amazing. And each time we level up, we need to do it again because you're stepping yes. out into something big and you're starting to feel the angst about it. Well, it's because exactly. you're leveling up again. It's that terror barrier. Mm -hmm. And it's good because if we're not mm -hmm. feeling it, then we're not growing and we're not changing and we're not proving and we're not, you know, we all want to be the higher, the higher version of ourselves. I don't know. I'm sure you do. I want to be the higher version of myself. I want to be the version of myself in five years. That's what I'm striving for. Mm -hmm. So if I we can, you just said that too, that's actually, actually a very good point, right? Like I know I'm at the threshold of my career, getting ready to go through another shift. 
and I'm saying, oh yes, I'm excited and da, da, da. But like I saw Lynn today and what was my, what was my body saying? I don't know. There's a little bit of, it's <laughs> a little bit yeah. of angst here and she helped me move through it. And I didn't even realize it was there. Right. It was just like yeah. my subconscious was like having these conversations. So again, thank you for my session this morning. It was amazing. Oh, my pleasure. Again, that was a terror barrier. You might even find mm-hmm. something else might come up between now and your plane ride. You know, be careful mm-hmm. because lots of times something could come up to, to trip you up. How badly do you want this? That's part of the level up game. The resistance the subconscious is going to try to keep you safe in that yeah. box that it's comfortable with. There's a perimeter that's safety. You step over that. It's like you're bowling. You step over the line. The line goes. <laughs> that buzzer goes because you stepped over the line. Well, that's what our subconscious does in various oh, ways. But you can, you can do this. We can all grow and we can all change. You have to give yourself permission to change. And yes. that, that terror bear and the fear will pass. And it's a good thing. Mm-hmm. It's a good thing. And if we're worthy of receiving this type of healing and this type of work, right? I always hear like a lot of women say that like, oh, they feel bad spending money on themselves. And like, this is like, for me, like my sessions with you are like, it's I'm giving like love back to myself. I'm like allowing my body to speak. I'm allowing my body to release. It's like not, this is like, it's not a burden for me to do these things. Like it's actually for me, it's like, I don't want to say it's like a necessity, but kind of is like, this comes first. Like I have to take care of my body and my emotional body, my mental body, spiritual body first, that comes first. Right. Yeah. And so, yeah. yeah. And so booking like sessions with Lynn, I want you to share how people can contact you. We're going to link everything in the show notes, but would you mind sharing all of your contact information? Yeah. I will. A lot of my clients feel the same way as you do. They come once a week. They have a list of things that they want to work on. Um, They feel safer in their own bodies. That's one of the big thing people say, I feel safe in my own body. Mm -hmm. And, um, and they didn't before. And when one client said that to me, I realized, oh my, I I used to not feel safe in my body too. I mean, that really hit it for me. I was like, wow. So yeah, it's, it's, it's a sense of, um, a wellness like it's all part of a wellness journey and trying to keep us as healthy and less burdened and less heavy as possible and for me it's a necessity for many of my clients it's a necessity I have clients that have been with me for goodness coming up almost two years a year and a half mm-hmm. for certain and um maybe even two years for that but yeah I do I have a client that's been with me two years from the very beginning every week and they just keep coming because they know it's the best way to clear things for yourself for your family for future generations I mean a lot of times doctors don't even know what's wrong with the people and mm-hmm. then and then we do these sessions and then that symptom or thing goes away mm-hmm. I don't know it's to me it's something I have in my life just as much as having a shower like sometimes I do my sessions daily if my body will allow me to, but I for sure do a session every time I finish processing, I do another session guaranteed. Yeah. I don't want that gut hanging around and I'm helping my child on top of it. So it's perfect. It's just so beautiful. Yeah. So, beautiful. so to reach me, you could email me at Lynn at innerherohealing.com or you could reach my in Instagram at innerherohealing.com or my Facebook page, innerherohealing.com. How else? Um, what else is there? Oh, and don't you do like a monthly newsletter? I feel like yes. I get yes, yes, yes. Oh, I actually do on a monthly basis. What I do is I do a free session, a free information session. If you're on my mailing list and I just send it out to everybody and people show up and they get a free session. Some, usually it's an hour long. 
And oh, wow, oftentimes I'll teach. Yeah, oftentimes I'll teach, you know, people how to do the emotion code too. So uh, that's just something I do for free for people just once mm -hmm. a month. And because lots of times people don't really want to call me because they think I can read their mind. I cannot read your mind. <laughs> I know. Right. But like I'm um, reading your mind, I'm reading your energy body. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, you know, some people just feel uncomfortable talking. So they'd rather yeah. have a sneak preview on these Zoom calls so they could just kind of check that out. And I do do a newsletter. I do do all my sessions with oils as well, which is uh, mm -hmm. pretty phenomenal. That adds an extra touch to it, different than other body code practitioners do. Mm -hmm. And I also usually add in some mindset in there. If I see you're a little off kilter every now and then, if somebody gets a little tip or two. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I find her sessions are very affordable too. And so you guys should definitely check her out. Um, and we'll link everything in the show notes below. And thank you. Thank you so much, Lynn, for coming on again and taking another hour out of your day to hang out with me. I appreciate it. We've, we've spent like about oh, an hour and a half pleasure. together today. Oh, we have. Oh my goodness. Yes, I mean, between, we have. Between, between your other session. Yeah. Yeah. Between our, our conversation this morning and today. And so yes, it's always well, a pleasure you. connecting with you and, um, and I will see you when I get back from my trip from Peru. And thank you for taking care of me while I'm gone. <laughs> my pleasure. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, everybody. Um, as always, uh, if you feel inspired to share this episode, please do. And if you wouldn't mind leaving us a five-star review, that would be great. And you guys have a wonderful week. Bye. If you've enjoyed this episode, please subscribe, leave a five-star review, share with friends and family, and follow us on Instagram. For more details on this episode, please see the show notes. Thanks for your support and thanks for listening.